Yo, it's not my weekend podcast with your boy Jerry G. What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday morning, <clears throat> February 20th, dog. And uh, your boy not feeling too good today, dog. I've been kind of fighting the cold. Like, I think a lot of people is going around, right? Something's going around. I think it's a cold because um, <clears throat> my throat, just my throat hurting, body aching. Uh, I'm cold. Tengo frío. I think I'm getting sick or I've been sick. Um, I actually got the, uh, I got the, the flu shot a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, sometime in January when I was out there. Uh, I got that shit done. So, and I've been taking these gummies. Gummy, anybody else into gummy vitamins, dog? Oh, I'm killing it with the vitamins, gummy vitamins. I got the multi, I got the multi vitamin gummy, of course, from Costco. And I've got the B12 gummy from Costco. And I got the Beats, homie. B-E-T-S. Not the Beats by Dre. Beats by Costco. That's what I got. Uh, uh, yeah. So the Beats. So the Beats are supposedly for headaches, dog. I don't know what else. We could, we could look it up. Let's learn something together. I started taking the Beats. Uh, chewies, chewables, because I like how it tastes. Not only that, someone told me, hey, man, beet, the beets, vitamins, good for migraines, dog. Here you go. Beets, chewables, benefits, right? Benefits. Ahí estamos. A ver, a ver, a ver. Let's learn some shit here today. A ver. Supports. Healthy blood pressure. Yeah, and that's why I get headaches. I get headaches because my blood pressure skyrockets. It goes high, dog, from all the sodium and the sugars and the beer. Mas la sodium way, I think, which I'm cutting back on, bro. First of all, I cut back on beer. I'm not drinking. I'm drinking zero beer, dog. I haven't had a beer in weeks, if not a month, over a month. Uh been drinking like gin and tonic which is not great for you right but i like the buzz it gives me been drinking margaritas tequila straight tequila uh that's what i've been sticking to like kind of that in my, that's in my rotation right now and not too much of it like obviously i'll take like those margaritas uh i got fucked up on gin and tonics at the casino show which I'll talk about a little bit, the casino show that I did. So Boba Casino Boxing Event. I'll talk a little bit about that a little, little later. Um, but anyway, okay, going back to the beats. B-E-E-T-S. For those of y'all who don't know what I'm talking about. Which is beats is what? Radishes? I think it's radishes, no? It's algo así, güey. Camote? Is it camote? Because I love camote, dog. Uh, uh, supports healthy blood pressure. Promotes heart healthy energy without caffeine or stimulants. Orale. Helps increase nitric oxide production. Not sure what any of that means. Help reduce oxidative stress and damage. Again, not sure what oxidative means. Delicious. Pomegranate berry flavor. Yeah, it's delicious, bro. It's really good. It's really good. Um, let me see. Are chewable beets good for you? Beets are high in nitrates that your body converts into nitric oxide. God damn, I wish I knew what that is. I have no idea. I may have to look that up. Nitric oxide may have several health benefits. Such as protecting yourselves from damage and relaxing your blood vessels. Yes, as a result, it may help decrease blood pressure and improve circulation. See, I think that's what I have, bro. I, 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 I get a lot of headaches, guys. I get a lot of migraines. I haven't been getting many lately, thanks to the beats. I feel like a commercial now, dog. Uh... Alguien me dijo, wey, I was at a show and I had a headache at a show and a fan, and I think that fan listens to this show, dog. Uh, a lady, 
I forgot her name, dog. But she listens to the show. I think she listens to the show, to the, the podcast. So if you're listening, you know who you are. Please message me. I was at this show, and then I had a headache, and I was telling people, you know, you know me, you know me, dog. I don't feel good. I look like shit. I felt like shit. I had a mad migraine at a show, dog. And people around, and I told somebody, and that person was like, you have a headache? I'm like, yeah, man, I got a nap. You got any pills and shit, some Excedrin? She's like, no, but uh, she was with her dad. In fact, it was like her dad's birthday or something. And so she's like, no, but my dad gets a lot of headaches. So he's been, they told him to take Beats, chewables, pills. I had no idea what that was, bro. Like none. Like, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I didn't know Beats was a pill. I had not, no, you know, sabia, not that way. But she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take Beats, pills. They're good. they're for your blood pressure. Cause I told her I, I somewhere in that conversation I said I think my blood pressure is really high. I have a headache from my blood pressure, which is why I get blood headaches from my blood pressure. And so she's like, oh, you gotta get these beats, right? So she told me these beats pills. Anyways, me regaló tenía ella allí con ella tenía because of her dad. She was with her dad, so she was she had some with her. She gave them to me. I, I didn't I didn't cure my it didn't cure me, but I took it and I liked the taste. And then she kept swearing on it, like, bro, trust me, they're, they're at Costco, buy them. Uh, in fact, she gave me all the pills that she had. She had, like, a little canister of, of beef pills that she carries for her dad. Me la regaló, She gave them to me, like, here, take all of these. Take them. It was, like, at least a dozen chewables. And I'm like, for real? You sure? She's like, yeah, take them. Trust me. You take one a day or one or two a day and obviously buy some from Costco. I'm like, cool. Well, God damn, thanks. I started taking them religiously. I took those 12 religiously, which is like a week and a half. And then I bought some during that time. And I was taking them. And CSMT, I did feel a little better, dog. Right? I, I was still getting headaches, but not as often and not as easily. Antes I was getting headaches. One michelada, done, son. Done. Straight pressure going to my head, full, Like, straight. Like, it's my blood pressure going up. It's la salve, the salt, bro. Fucking me up, for I started noticing like anything salty was fucking me up, bro. Quickly, ceviche, uh, anything, the uh, chips, anything was fucking me. I would get a headache like almost immediately, for That's how I diagnosed it. I también le decía al pinche doctor, el doctor me decía, no, es que es tu pinche pressure, wey, no mames, your high pre high blood pressure, wey, you're like pre diabetic, fool. So I'm like, so you're telling me there's a chance. So, yeah, bro, uh, I started taking these pills, and they helpful. They helped. So from those pills, I bought them at Costco, which they don't have them anymore. Every time I go to Costco, they don't have them, so I have to buy them online, Costco.com, through the app. And even then, they don't have them sometimes, fool. So I, I've, I've, I found them at Walgreens. They're at Walgreens, obviously a different brand, but still beats chewables. So I found them there. I'm always looking for them. Like when I go to Target, Walmart, I'm always looking for Beats, full, uh, beats pills. And no, no siempre las encuentro, wey. Costco, I always go to the vitamin shit and I always look for them. Nunca están. And I asked them, they're like, oh, you have to order them online. If you can't find it here, you gotta find it online. Costco.com. So while I'm there, porque no tienen las pills que quiero, wey, I'll be, be buying the other ones, right? Like B12. And the multivitamin. The multivitamin, bro, like, I get it. I take it, whatever, dog. But I don't know. Let's tengo la confianza in multivitamins. I like pills that are specifically for one thing. I don't like when it's like, this shit will help you. Uh, like, a fucking multivitamin. This shit will help you uh, increase your blood pressure and lower your blood pressure. And, uh, like, ch fucking regulate your sugar and not regulate your sugar. And give you the sweet, give you the sweets that you need, and not give you any sweets, and give you the the sodium that you need, and not not any sodium at all. Like, bro, like really, dog? I hate that it gives you all of that shit. Like, it gives you a little bit of A, B, C, D, E. Like, fool, really, dog? Like, how good can this pill be? Si tiene de todo, way, and una pinche pill, way. Like, I don't trust it. I like pills that are just specifically for one thing. Which is why I buy the Excedrin migraine. When I buy the, get my, I get Excedrin migraine, nigga. I, I was going to say N-word. I'm sorry. I was going to say <laughs> migraine, bro. I get 
I have a migraine. I want a migraine pill. Not pain relief reliever. The pain reliever. It relieves your pain in your back and your muscles and your legs and your head and your neck. Like, bro, shut up. Give me what I need. My head hurts. Give me headache pills. I always say headache. Give me headache pills. I need headache pills. I have a Tylenol. I need a fucking headache pill. God damn it. I'm not fucking eight years old, fool. I don't trust Tylenols, bro. Tylenols don't do shit for me. Advos don't do shit for me. I be taking ibuprofen, but I need strong as I... I need 800, motherfucker. Hey, don't, don't come at me. Anything with less than 800 ibuprofen, dog. 500 bullshit. I, I spit 500 ibuprofen, dog. I, hard, bro. My migraines are bad, fool. Like, really bad. Gracias a Dios, these pills have been helping. They have been helping, dog. Um, I know this old head talk right now. I don't know how many young people listen to my shit. If you do, I love you motherfuckers, dog. Hang in there. The show's going to get better. All right? Right now, it's old people talk, dog. Maybe because I went to go see Joe Coy this weekend. That was talking about he's 50, and he's talking about all these shit that he goes through as a 50-year-old. Very funny guy. Hilarious as motherfucker. One of my favorite comedians. Went to go see him this Saturday. Joe Coy. Um, and that's what I'm starting to talk about. I'm starting to talk about being in my 40s and how it sucks and this and that. It's funny to me. It's funny. I know it's stuff that other comics talk about stuff, but it's really stuff that I'm experiencing right now, such as these vitamins. I'm going to write a, a joke about these vitamins, Doc. Uh, <clears throat> they've been my thing right now, fool. Uh, one of my favorite jokes from Felipe Esparza, he says... That uh, remember he, uh, one of the fair jokes when he goes, I used to go to TJ for party and I go for uh, medicinal purposes or for drugs or for medicine. Hilarious, bro. Facts, facts, fool. Every time I go visit my brother in Tecate, dog, or TJ Rosarito, I'm always looking for pharmacies, dog, and I'm always looking for something good to get on, get come up on, dog. Ibuprofens, you know for sure. Uh, of course, the little blue pills are out there. I've gotten some a couple of times. Se pasan, se pasan con los precios a veces, wey. But nah, they're actually pretty cheap, fool. They're about a dollar each. Um, I get the little blue pills there. Uh, I, I've been getting uh, hymns. I've been getting, I've been fucking with hymns here and there. But see, that's the third thing. Those pills, as much as they're useful and I appreciate them and I like them, they do also give me headaches. They make my blood pressure shoot up, these pills. Um, those rhino pills, I don't fuck with rhino pills, guys. I don't fuck with anything over the counter at a liquor store. Man, I want to. No es que no quiera. Yo quiero, wey. I, yo quiero comprar esas cosas. I want to have my my dick as hard as fucking possible from rock. Of course. But I'm scared of those pills, dog. I'm afraid of those pills. I'm afraid I'm going to fuck my heart up. I'm going to get a goddamn heart attack. Uh... I've bought, I've gotten some before, like smaller ones, like T and TJ, uh, and they blow like they. I my headache just feels like it's gonna, my head feels like it's gonna explode. It does, like it really feels. I t one time I the first time I ever took uh, a uh, what is that Cialis. I took a Cialis in TJ at the Hong Kong. If you know what I mean, homie. I was out there for a bachelor party, dog. And we almost have las cariñosas, las babies, right? We're talking about like 2002, dog. I was in my prime, bro. I was only like 22, dog. <clears throat> early 2000, it had to be early 2000s, fool. I had to be like 22, 23. I was in my prime. I didn't need CILS, fool. But I knew it was going to be a long night. <laughs> it was going to be a long, fun night in Tijuana. And I had a lot of money in me. And we're going to go celebrate the homies' bachelor party. And we were going to have a good time. I knew it. It was either it was either buy a Cialis or buy cocaine, bro. And I have never done cocaine in my life. And I wasn't about to start. So I bought Cialis. All right? So I got Cialis. The problem is that do not mix Cialis with beer. I, I Yeah, I did that. And let me tell you guys... I felt like my heart was going to explode. I can see my heart thumping, beating through my skin, bro. And it was going so fast. And I, my head started to hurt. My head was hurting. My heart was pounding. I was scared, fool. I started panicking. I had an anxiety attack. I had to go into the bathroom. I threw up. Uh, it was bad. 
It was bad. I had to go. I went to the car. Uh, I like knocked out in a car for a little bit. I was drinking water. It was really bad for me, dog. And obviously, I started telling everybody what happened. I'm like, dude, I took the Cialis, bro. And I'm basically, I'm drinking beer. I had a couple of shots. And that shit did not mix well for Chingo. And I'm also 23 years old. I shouldn't be taking Cialis, fool. And... Yeah, for some chingue fail esa noche we fail. So ever since then, I got really scared of those pills, right? But now that I'm older in my 40s, I, you know, now I think these pills are good for me. So now I've been dabbling, you know, in stamina. I go to GNC and buy some like stamina shit to like get your shit going a little faster. Uh, I mean, I could get it up. I have no problem getting it up. I have no problem keeping it up. My problem is stamina and second round, bro. That's literally my problem, bro. Like, stamina and second round. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys right now, fool. Um, I, I enjoy sex. I love sex. I still get turned on. I still, it, you know, all that stuff. It's great. Uh, my adrenaline's still there. All that stuff. Um, have no problem, bro. The problem is stamina and getting it back up again, bro. Getting it back up for a second round could take days, fool. <laughs> Two to three days, fool. Possibly way. Like a shipping order, fool. Um, that's the problem, and that's what I want to get better at, dog. You know, because <clears throat> after my five minutes of my first round, bro, five six minutes of the first round, bro, it gets really awkward. Those fucking thirty eight minutes for to get it back up again, fool. Um, half joking there, half joking. So double double the math on that, please, guys. Ten or twelve minutes, thank you. Um, yeah, bro, it gets really uh, yeah. That's where I'm at in life, fool. Yeah. Damn, that was a good little rant about fucking vitamins, right? But anyways, yeah, I, I recommend. I recommend these chewables. Or tell me what you guys think, fool. I, I like the B12. I'm t- I'm giving to my kids because I have a big-ass, you know, the Costco Pichix I can't wait with a big-ass bottle. So I have a big-ass bottle in my car of multivitamins, chewables, and or, because they don't both fit in this fucking car. I either take bring both or one, B12, and the multivitamin. The beats are just for me. I don't give the kids the beat ones. Those are just for me. But the multivitamin and the B12, si se les doy los kids every morning on the way to school, bro. Even Nicolás, I don't know if that's cool. I don't know. Um, that okay? I'm not sure. I haven't looked it up. Can I give my son B12 chewables? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, he hasn't gotten sick. I'll tell you that. You know? And which is why I feel sick, but yet I'm able to, like, still perform, like, right now. Be out. Do my things. Wake up. Like, I feel like shit. But I'm still strong enough to be doing shit out there. So I, I feel like all these B12s, the, the the flu shot, it just helps you keep going whether you're sick or not. It helps you, like, recover faster, you know? I think that's what I feel because I feel like shit. <coughs> oh, sorry about that. I feel like shit, but not that bad. Oof. All right, let me take a break here. Uh, that was health corner with jerry g uh yeah no i really do get some really bad migraines dog and pero gracias a dios wey la neta wey this año 2024 so i've been taking the beats no mandado and another reason i think is because i've been staying off the beer dog Uh, i had a legit beer belly bro uh another comedian who i like uh, my one of my boys johnny sanchez he has a funny, com- a funny commercial, funny joke where he says something about it. As Mexicans, you know, we turn into dinosaurs, dog. Our arms stay shorter and our bellies get bigger, which is hilarious, dog. And I always think of him like that because that's how I feel. Like, I feel like my belly, even though I'm not fat, only my belly is coming out, you know. And you do start feeling like a little bit of a dinosaur and shit, dog. But since cutting off the beer, the definitely that has... Uh, tape, my belly is fat is not as there anymore it's not there uh, as bad really uh, I, I think I'm a few sit-ups away from having a pack or two so hopefully that comes through alright alright I think I got a question or two I got some shout outs obviously upcoming shows uh, talk about this weekend I want to go see Joy Coy I will tell you about my Soboba casino show experience Ugh. Ugh. And uh, we'll take it from there, bro. A couple other shots we got. And uh, we're going to call this episode Beats by Costco. <laughs> Beats by Costco. All right, fool. Let's see what's up. All right, all right. I'm back. Uh, let me see here. I was listening to the last five minutes of uh, to see where I left off. And I coughed. And 
it sounded like I swallowed. I did not swallow. First of all, it was a dry cough, all right? And second of all, I swallowed dry, all right? Nasty. I just have a dry throat, like a raspy dry throat. I don't have like mucus or nothing. I don't tengo mocos, wey. Relax. Anyways, hope you're enjoying your lunch. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, dog. Uh, it's raining. It's Tuesday. I had a busy weekend, dog. Uh, I was out at Soboba Casino for Valentine's Day. And Thursday, the 15th, was the actual show. I showed up the day before. I was doing this boxing event. And first of all, I want to thank Soboba Casino and Black Cows Boxing and Pinche Toro Promotions. And uh, they're really awesome people, dog. Awesome people, big fans. They have a big picture. They're a promotional company doing boxing events. And they had this idea. We're like, what do we get a comedian to be like the MC, the host of the event at this boxing event? Which was our first boxing event at Soboba Casino. Soboba is like by Palm Springs, heading towards Palm Springs, San Jacinto, Hemet area, California. About an hour and a half outside of L.A. And... Uh, <clears throat> Anyways, it hit me up, bro. And this guy who's, you know, apparently he's a big fan. And he is, man. Once we met in person, he was telling me, like, the first time he saw me was, like, in 2011, dog. I was literally doing, like, five, seven minutes opening up for Jeff Garcia and other comics. And since then, he's been following me, dog, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but we had never met, right? And then so he he is a boxing promoter, boxing trainer, boxing manager. He's all into that shit, right? Which I'm really not, bro. I'm not into the sport. I don't follow the sport like that. I enjoy the sport. I respect the sport. I like the sport, but I don't follow the sport. I don't know who's good or bad. I just know Canelo and that's it, dog. Um, anyways, so this guy was all like, hit me up. It's like, hey, man, uh, so-and-so gave me the spiel. And I think we would be great to MC our event, uh, Valentine's Day, well, the day, day after February 15th at this casino. Um, you know, we can offer, you know, how much would you charge? I give him a price. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. That's no problem. Um, I was hesitant, bro. Like, I, I, I originally said no. I'm like, oh, man, that sounds dope, but I'm I'm good, bro. Like, I'm, I don't think that's for me, fool. Like, I appreciate it, dog. Thank you for thinking of me. This and that. But this guy wouldn't take no for an answer, but not in a rude way, like in a very cool, professional way. He just kept insisting, like, no, bro, like, trust me, man. Like, we're going to set you up correctly. It's going to, the show is going to be about you and the boxers. Uh, you, you, it's like, it's like you're hosting, like you're like the Ryan Seacrest of the event, la chingada, and welcoming people, cracking some jokes, doing some material, like, introducing the next fight like just having a good time with it bro just have a good time with it dog. like no pressure you know um sounds like which i'm like first of all it sounds like a lot of pressure uh ryan secrets guy thanks fool um but the way he was painting the picture dog and i, I didn't want to be a debbie downer bro right i don't want to be a negative guy so th th these are the type of events that i honestly try and avoid like i'm not that kind of comic guys like i'm I'm a stand-up comedian, bro, that writes jokes, does jokes on stage, and gets off stage, fool. Like, I'm not a guy who's going to do, like, a bunch of different type of variety acts up there, you know? Do, like, contests and crowd work and sing and dance and this. And that's what it feels like when you're an MC or a host of an event like this, right? You got to do whatever it takes to keep the show going type of situation. And so I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't. I don't see myself that way, basically. And I also have PTSD from a prior experience in doing a boxing event, which I did during COVID in 2020 when Jerry G was in desperate need of work, got hit up by a, another promotional company, said, hey, man, we're doing outdoor boxing and we would like for you to come out and do some jokes be before the main event. There's going to be like a 20-minute inter intermission between the last fight and the main event. And we would like for you to do like 15, 20 minutes and we'll pay you this much. And I'm like, e okay, I fuck it, I'm down. It was literally a fuck it, I'm down situation. You're telling me to just do 15 minutes for that much money? Fuck it, I'm down. And I did it. And I went. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. 
It was horrible. It was bad. Like, I was there from the beginning, obviously. They asked me to be there like, at siete or whatever. I didn't go up to like 9.30, guys, right? So I'm there sitting ringside watching like five, six fights, right? And obviously, I'm getting like, oh, man, I'm getting more and more nervous. Like, shit, dog, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? Like, oh, my God. Like, I'm almost up. Freaking out, you know? Uh, and obviously, I've been there since seven. People have also been there since seven, if not earlier. People are drunk as fuck. And it's outdoors. And it's late. And it's nighttime. And it's Saturday. And now it's almost 10 o'clock. And people have been through like six fights. And are tired of being there. And are drunk as shit, may I remind you. And people are not giving a fuck until the next punch is thrown. And so by the time I get up there, ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, bro. I I, I think they probably heard, they didn't pay no, they gave no fucks to me, bro. People were ch- shouting, heckling, to casi tirando cosas, way, más o menos, way. Pinche getting up, la- like, dude, just ridiculing, ri- ridicule, ridiculing me, dog. Like, it was bad, bro. Bad. And I'm up there, and I wanted to get off so bad after five minutes. And I couldn't. I kept going. I looked over at the promoter. He just kept telling me, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, bro. And I'm like, I'm talking shit about the boxing fights, about the people in the audience. There was like a little midget, a little person in the front row. I was trying I was trying to be funny. I telling him, let's go, fool me and you. I can take you, dog. Let's go. Get in, get in. Uh, and... People were like, boo, wow, this fool's trying to clown on a midget guy and a little person. What a dick. What an asshole. Yeah, fool. Like that, bro. Like that. And then fucking people in the back. I'll take you. I'll fuck you up right now. What are you going to say to that? What are you going to say to that? To a drunk ass fucking dude in the back, fool. Oh, bad, bro. Bad. I'm over here talking about the ring girls. Like, oh, man. Uh, get up for ring girls over here, you know, putting up the number. I thought that was, I thought they were rating the the fight, you know. And I put, she put up a two. I was like, yeah, it's accurate. You know, she's being too nice. People don't give a shit about me, dog. Then I'll, I'll give it up for the hot fucking ring girls. Oh, she's got a boyfriend or boyfriend's right there. I'm like, oh god, it was horrible, bro. Horrible. The worst experience. I still like. Have cold sweats at night from that shit. No one gave, dude. I got that got the biggest ovation when I got off the ring. For when I got off the ring, people started applauding, saying, "Good, get off, thank you." It was bad, ladies and gentlemen, bad. I still got paid. I still got paid. I left there, bro. Like never again, fool. Never fucking again. Until these motherfuckers call me three years later. <laughs> and again, yeah, the PTSD came back. And I told them this. I told them, bro, I did this before. People don't give a shit about comedians on the ring, in the ring. They don't give a fuck, fool. They're there to see some boxing. They're drinking. You know, they're fucking adrenaline's fucking high, skyrocketing, fool. Like, it's bad, bro. They're like, no, compa, we're going to do this the right way. You're going to go up before all the fights. You're going to introduce the first fight. You're going to come in between fights and say, what's up? How's everyone doing? Are you having a good time? Blah, blah, blah. Just do like two minutes in between the fight. Maybe recap the fight. Talk about the fight. Make fun of the fight. Whatever you got to do, dog. Just have fun with the people up there, bro. Like, you don't have to do material. You don't have to do all that shit. So, me, me lavó el coco bien bonito, and he did. He's a really cool guy, bro. Shout out to Cesar Garcia. Para que lo chingar es primo, wey. Casi primo, wey. So, I was like, okay, bro, I'll do it, bro. I'll do it. Um, And it wasn't as bad as the first time. It wasn't bad as the first time, bro, but it was okay, right? Uh, shout out to Monica, who was there. A couple other fans I ran into that listened to the show. Uh, there was a lot of fans there. That's another thing. I was, that's why I was thanking So Bubba up front and the promotional companies because they did a great job promoting. Great job promoting me, bro. They had my fucking face all over that casino, bro. Billboards, electric billboards, TV screens, uh, pinche on slot machines, bro. Uh, that was pretty awesome. That was pretty cool to see my face pretty much everywhere, dog. 
That was dope, and I appreciated that fool. And I think I did have some sell tickets for. I mean, I got I went up there to a big loud ovation. People knew who I was. A lot of people knew who I was. People were there for me. People were expect that helped. The 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 name of the show was called Punches and Punchlines. So that kind of did help. It set up the night what you were gonna expect. Some jokes, some comedians, some boxing. So it did set that tone, right? That first time, no one had any idea I was going up on stage. No one fuck knew I was gonna go up there and do some shit on on the boxing mat, on the boxing uh, square circle. This time they kind of did. So and it was before any fight, so people were still like kind of like settling in, and so people were listening. I did some jokes. I did like ten minutes of material up front. Most of it was pretty good. Some of it was rocky. The sound system was not great, right, Monica? The sound system was not great. It was only two speakers for a big-ass thousand-seater. So that didn't help. I could barely hear myself on the cordless mic, which I hate cordless mics. I always panic. I have anxiety with uh, uh, mics. A little fun fact about me. I have I get anxiety with cordless mics. In my head, I'm all all I'm thinking in my head is that this mic is gonna give out at any fucking second. It's gonna give out. The battery's gonna fucking die at any second. Yeah, see, me siento when I have a cordless mic. So that's one strike right there. Then I'm up there doing my thing, and then I can barely hear myself because there's only two speakers in the whole event center, and that's not good. So obviously, those things I give feedback on, like, bro, please give me better sound system, do some better, more speakers, bro. I can barely hear myself. That's hard when I can't hear myself. I don't know. If I'm being too loud, too soft, clear, rambling, I can't hear myself great. All that stuff. But with all that said, I I heard the laughs. I got the energy. People were good. People were fine. Um, then till towards the end, obviously, as the night keeps going, I keep going up between every round, saying a few words, saying busting a few jokes. But as the night went on, obviously, people are getting more and more drunk. So it was getting a little bit more rowdier and rowdier. And louder. They were ready to explode on me or anybody at, by the end of the night, bro. So fortunately, the nights, the fights were pretty good. So that were entertaining. So that were, uh, it was easy for me to just go up there and feed off that high of the fight and, you know, go off that wave. So that helped, dog. But other than that, man, I just those are things that I really don't want. I don't like doing, man. Guys, I just want to do stand-up comedy on a stand-up on a stage and a stand-up st- setting, and a stand-up comedy setting. That's all. Is that too much to ask for, dog? I know people want to put me in these situations, dog, and not just me, like other comedians, dog. They want to put us in these situations where, like, they're 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 just getting set up to fail, fool. You know, like they want us to perform in a backyard in front of their friends and family and neighbors and cousins and coworkers and grandmas and and kids. Why? Why? You know? Like, they want us to perform in these parking lots and these malls and these fucking libraries and these places where there shouldn't be comedy, fool. And that's why I'm like, come on, guys. Restaurants, bars. Like, I did all that. I did all that, bro, coming up. And it helped me become who I am now. I, I appreciate those rooms. But I don't miss those rooms, guys. I don't. I don't miss that part of comedy. That side of comedy, I can do without. I just want to do fucking comedy clubs, even if it's a B club, C club, but it's a comedy club where people are going there to see comedy. Or even any, like, I'll even take, I'll take an Elks Lodge. I'll take a fucking, uh, you know, a hall where people are going to go see comedy. They're there to see comedy. I'm okay with that. Any Comedy, stand-up comedy setting, yes. But any other thing, like, if there's going to be a jumper there, fool, no gracias, way, No gracias, right? If there's going to be fucking canopies and yeleras and barbecue grills, no gracias, way, No gracias. People are not there for that. People are not. I used to perform at a, a what is that called? The Divisional Championship Games. The, the games before, the final four NFL games, the semifinals, I did that show for like five years in a row. Me pagaban, I can say that now because, because obviously I was coming up, bro. Me pagaban like $300 to go to this, they, had, they threw a big ass party for the, um, I forget what city it was, bro. It was like in El Monte or La Puente or somewhere. Now it was by Nasbury Farm, Buena Park. It was in Buena Park. And they throw a big ass party, 
And they used to do uh, Super Bowl squares, $100 Super Bowl squares, right? And so they used to do this. That's the day that all these people come, hundreds of people, like 200 people come. They throw a party to fill up these squares, right, as they're watching the two final games, the two championship games. Between game one and game two, which one game starts like a one and the other game starts at five, around four o'clock, they would book me to go and perform for like 20 minutes and they would pay me like 300 bucks. That was a lot of money for me back then. We're talking about, two, this is 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, but I, I stopped around 17 or 18, right before the pandemic. Maybe the pandemic was stopped it actually, maybe to be honest with you, maybe it was 2019 maybe when I stopped. I remember because there was a time where I thought I was too famous for this already. <laughs> like the last time I did, I'm like, nah, bro, I'm too big for this already, dog. I'm going to charge you 500 bucks for Yeah, wait, 300 is too little for Anyways, that was a rough 20 minutes, bro. But, but I always did really well. I enjoyed it. I had I killed it, bro. I think, I think I got him in the sweet spot where people were not that drunk yet, right? It was between game one and game two. So it was. I just I would catch him in a sweet spot where it was like really it was rowdy. It was crazy. It was a lot of people, commotion, kids, barbecue grills, all this shit going on. But I think I still caught him in the time where like people were not that drunk. It's only four o'clock, you know. So I, it was literally a sweet spot situation where I, I actually enjoyed doing that show. I'm trying to say is that not all shows are that bad. For they it, they can be done for. Um. But yeah, man, uh, other than that, it was cool. So Boba, they gave me some gambling money. They gave me $200 of gambling money. They gave me restaurant money, $50 a day to fucking eat rest at the restaurants, which are pretty good. Um, I was gambling my ass off full. I, this time I hit the slots, bro. I was a slot whore. And I was up and down, up and down in them slots full. I hit, the first night I hit like $600. And then the next night I, I went like $400. Then I won like $200. That's the good news. I hit, I hit, I hit, I hit. I, I, I cashed out like a $600 one, a $400 one, a $300 one. I was cashing out. But every time I would cash out, I would go back to the machines and throw in another 100 bucks in there. So I'm pretty much, like the end of the night, bro, I did all the math. I probably won like $200 tops. I probably won like the $200 they gave me to play for. They literally gave me $200 to play. Here's $200 so you can play. Okay. I took that $200. I played and I went up and I went down and I went up and I went down and I went up and I went, I played a lot too, guys, a lot. I probably came, I won like $200, fool. Like I was up like 1200 and then I was down to like my last 200 fool. And that's basically where I finished that, fool. Um, yeah, it was cool. I got fucked up on gin and tonics. After the show, the show, I survived the show. I, again, I got a lot of love, bro. A lot of people were, everyone was like, yo, you were great. You're awesome. You're dope. Taking mad pictures. Like, I appreciated the feedback, the love, everything. People were super nice, fool. Taking pictures. Then I went out to the bar there in the, in the casino, met up with the promoters. They were happy. At least they seemed my face. They seemed happy. I just felt like I didn't kill it. I felt like I could have been done better. There was a few times I went up there between fights where I had nothing. No, I had nothing, bro. And I didn't know what to talk about. I don't know what to say. There was one major ugly knockout where a guy got knocked the fuck out. He got knocked out unconscious, bro. Blood like everywhere full, and I felt really bad. And obviously, as I'm going up to the ring, they're like, "Don't make fun of that. Don't make fun of that. Don't make like two people, dog." The 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 referee told me that. A judge told me that. My uh, the ring girl was asked me if I was gonna make fun of it. She's like, "You make fun of that?" I'm like, "No, no, no." Then I went up there. The the fucking people were like, "Don't make fun of it. Don't make fun of that." Because I was making fun of the fights a little bit, right? Obviously, I wasn't gonna make fun of, but I did have one joke I was gonna say. I was gonna be like, "Well, that's one way to go to sleep." Right, I, I I had something in my like back pocket, right? Uh, uh, I'm like, bro, I, 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 man, I I wish, uh, man, I'm sure that guy was uh, he had the best sleep of his life, right? Kind of, I, I, yeah, I know, inappropriate, I know. I didn't say it, I didn't say any of that, right? In fact, it was too awkward. I didn't know what to say. I just kept saying, "Oh, give it up for him. He's gonna be okay. Let's you know, let's cheer him up one more time." Because he, he finally got up after like a, like five minutes. He got up. He walked, but all like fucking not knowing where the fuck he was. They took him to the hospital, bro. Like it was that situation, bro. So 
I, I just didn't know I had nothing for. And that's what I'm afraid of. I was afraid of that. I was afraid of, like, what happens when somebody gets really seriously injured on this ring and I got to be up there and fucking be funny, bro? Like, that's what I was dreading, and that's what happened in one of the fights. Um, And, again, I, I was like, come on, dude. I shouldn't be in this situation, dog. Like, I, I shouldn't be going through this. Like, forget the guy who got knocked the fuck out. I, someone think of me right now. <laughs> someone please think of the comedian, right? It was bad for him. So, other than that, I had a good time. I had a good time. The check cleared. It was fun, fool. I can't, I can't thank them enough. Then Saturday, I went to Joy Coy uh, with my sister, my family, my girl. It was cool. I love Joy Coy, bro. I think he's one of the funniest dudes out there. I'm a little uh, disappointed he didn't talk about the Oscar thing. I was expecting him to talk about the Oscar situation, but no, he stuck to his... He stuck to his material, and it was really good material, bro. The guy's really funny, very talented. Gabriel Iglesias came out. El King Bash came out. Pinche Tiffany Haddish came out, bro. And, and I'll tell you something about Tiffany Haddish. That chick is hilarious, bro. She's really funny. Um, I got to do a show with Tiffany Haddish before she blew up. This was around 2015 or so, before I had any credits. In fact, they were doing, they were shooting this little internet show, comedy, internet comedy show. Kyle, I think, is it comedy... Juice TV, Comedy Juice, something TV, right? And it was right there shot on Sunset at the at the W Hotel. And it was all these cameras, makeup, bro. This is like my first time experiencing anything. This is before Netflix, this is before anything else, bro. It was, it was like, I felt like it was going to be a real TV credit. It was an internet show, basically, full Live internet comedy show, full. So they had these cameras. And Tiffany Haddish was the host, full. Before she was really anybody, a household name, she was just a host. In fact, it was her. She was co-hosting with a guy. I forgot who the guy was, but she was co-hosting with a guy. And I mean, she was like whatever. She was funny, like she was funny, but didn't blow me away. Uh, but I, she, I, I was one of the better comedians that night. There was five comics, and I was one of the guys that had the best sets, bro. That night, it was like seven minute sets, and I killed it with my set. And I remember because she kept like, like. Uh, complimenting me for like she complimented at least three times like man you were great man you were awesome dude you were great how long you been doing comedy man i'm like four or five years i think i said like four years man you're awesome and i really you know that stuck sunk with me when she made it big i'm like that's a girl who thought was funny bro like you know i don't know obviously i don't think she remembers that fool but uh it was really nice of her to do and say and i thank her for that all right dry cough dry cough all right uh, let's wrap it up here, dog. Uh, let me see here. I got some shout-out. There's a shout-out that I forgot to mention. Um, let's see if I can bring it up right now. Shout-out to J.R. Samora and his daughter, Bella, celebrating their birthday January 20th and January 27th. Yeah, that's a long time. Almost a month ago, fool. My bad, dog. I had screenshotted this and and didn't scroll back enough. Uh, so my bad, I ran into it the other day through my camera roll. Shout out to the homie JR Samar who uh, is on suicide watch after the Niners lost. This fool talking all this shit all year about his Niners. All this shit about the Niners and the Niners. Um, I'm upset too, bro. I lost 100 bucks, dog. Which, by the way, what's up with that shooting, way? Se pasan de verga, wey. No mames, wey. Se pasan de verga with these shootings, fool. Man, it's so sad, a Latina lady, you know. There's very few of us in Kansas City already, dog, and they, come on, bro. It's so sad, fool. It's, uh, you know, I'm a parent now, I'm a father, I got kids. It's like, it's scary just to think, fool. In fact, we had a scare here in Huntington Park. Yes, in beautiful Huntington Park, where I've always raved about the fact that you would never see a fucking mass shooter here. I've always raved, fool, we're paisas, dog. We're hardworking, good people, you know. That with values, with families. Yes, we got druggies. Yes, we got cartels. Yes, we got cholos. But at the end of the day, there's also respect. Latino communities respect, bro. And a mass shooting is something you will never see here. And we didn't. We didn't see the mass shooting. But we did have... was a serial fucking killer, bro. There was a serial killer lurking in Huntington Park for like a week. Had us all scared. Had my kids scared. Um... So this motherfucker, it was an African-American guy, and it was, I think the other guy might have been Latino, but it was a non-African-American guy. 
They were driving around the cities here, Heino Park, Cudahy, Bell, Southgate, South Central, all these neighboring cities. They killed four people, dog, uh, in four nights. Like, basically, every night they were going around shooting uh, just a random person walking the street. Now, these, sh- these shootings did happen in the middle of the night, like at midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Uh, I'm... Apparently, they shot a couple teenagers, kids, 14-year-olds, 15-year-olds. Now, now you ask yourself, what the fuck are these 14, 15-year-olds doing out at 2 o'clock in the morning on a damn Thursday night? Exactly, right? So I think, I'm, I don't know all the facts, guys. I'm just going from what I suspect. I haven't really looked into it. I mean, they don't share a lot of information about who these kids were or who these people were. They just say their names and their age. But what I'm I'm just going off the fact that they were killed at... Midnight between midnight and three o'clock in the morning on a wait on a weekday, I'm guessing they're little cholitos way, right? Little gangbangers out there, little fools out there in the streets that shouldn't be in the streets, kind of shit, right? So, on on unless it's an adult person, if it's an adult person, I'm I know I I give them the benefit of the doubt that it could be a person heading to work or coming from work. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because my dad worked that shift. My dad used to work from, uh. 7 p.m. to like 3 o'clock in the morning here in HP at La Polleria, he would walk to work, fool. It was literally like four blocks from our house. He would walk from work at those times, fool, at 7 p.m. Obviously, it's fine, but on the way home, it was like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. He'd walk home, fool. Um, it's only four blocks, but it's kind of dangerous, right, if you think about it. And sure, that's what I, that's what I fear these people were coming or going from to work. Anyways, four people were killed in four nights, bro. And these guys were, like, going around driving, asking people to, what time it was, and they would shoot them, fool. Which is scary, dog. It scared the shit of my kids. My kids were scared. I was a little scared from them, dog. I was like, hey, bro, I'm literally going to drop you off to the school and pick you up from the school these days until they catch these motherfuckers. That whole week, you know, every day we're hearing of somebody getting murked, fool. So... I'm like, bro, until they catch these guys, which they will, they're going to catch these motherfuckers, uh, this mother for this one person. They're going to catch them, bro. And when they do, until then, I'm going to be extra vigilant with you guys. You guys can't go out. I'm going to pick you up from school and to school. Like, I won't let you guys any freedom. No going out with your friends. No hanging out with your friends after school. And, uh, yeah, it had us all on our, on our toes and shit. And sure enough, they caught them within, like, by the fifth day, they made a two arrest. So two arrests, like, apparently there was two guys in the car. One of them African-American, one non-African-American, I'm guessing might be Latino. Um, yeah, bro, sad situation. And uh, one, they killed, they killed a person in HP, literally two blocks from here, full, like around the corner from our house, dog. So that's kind of scary. Uh, but then again, I was like, guys, come on, at 3 o'clock in the morning, bro, what the hell is a 14-year-old doing out at 14, uh, 3 o'clock in the morning? What the heck, right? Anyways, I ain't here to judge, fool. All right, let's wrap it up. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna hold out the question for next week, fool. I got kind of rambling here a little bit. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Um, got a bunch of shows coming up, guys. Bunch of shows, important shows, important shows. All right, first one. Uh, I'm gonna be in Reno, Nevada this weekend, starting this Thursday, Thursday through Sunday, Reno, Nevada. So all the people out there in Sacramento, up in the Bay, caiganle, wey, caiganle. I'm gonna be out there with Christian Zaragoza. At uh, Silver Creek Casino, I believe it's called. So I'll be in a casino all week. More gambling coming your way. For Sheezy. Uh, then after that, I'm going to be El Centro, California. El Centro, California. March 2nd with loose puzzles and concrete. Then we're going to Zany's Comedy Club in Rosemont, Chicago, Illinois. March 7th through the 10th. March 7th through the 10th. Zany's Comedy, uh, Comedy Club with concrete. March 16th, Sabado, Sabado, March 16th, Bellflower Stand-Up Comedy Club, Bellflower Stand-Up Comedy Club, all right? Those are the big important ones. I got some more days coming up, but those are important ones. Then I got April 18th, Brea Improv, Brea Improv, April 18th, compa. Guys, get your fucking tickets, dog. La Falao San Antonio, April 26th through the 28th. 26th through the 28th. Guys, get your tickets. All right? All right. Uh, that's a bunch of shows, man. Those are very important, all right? The other day I did a live. I was I did a live while I was at uh, in Soboba in my hotel. I was bored as shit. And I liked it. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe about 100 people joined and shit, but I liked it. And uh, I'm going to do it again. 
All right, I'm gonna do it again. Uh, and I don't know when or where, but I'm thinking around noon, fool. And noon is like the best time for me, dog. You know, um, it's the quietest in my in my in my hood. You know, it's quietest in my house. So I'm nothing to do. There's nothing, nothing to watch on TV. I eat breakfast. I'm getting ready for lunch around one or two. Like, yeah, bro. I think noon, noon thirty. I'm gonna call it. All right. All right, that's it, fool. Let's go. Let's get out of here, fool. Let's 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 ha- let's enjoy the rest of the week, fool. All right. Dodgers spring training starts this week, fool. I'm excited. I saw some of the All-Star game. That was horrible, horrible, fool. It's like the worst week in sports right now, compa. Horrible. Um, and I'll have a couple notes, fool. I do have a couple questions. Keep those questions coming in, por favor. Keep those questions coming in. I enjoy. Doing them today, I didn't need. I didn't need one. See, I I like these questions when I have not a lot to talk about. I like to throw in these questions. But today, it looks like we had a lot to talk. About. Get your fucking vitamins, all right. Get your freaking vitamins, dog, and get your gamble on. Oh, people ask me, oh, what you win on? Uh, I was hitting the blazing sevens, dog. Blazing sevens, classic game, dollar slot, bro. Three to five dollars a hit. To eway, don't fuck around. Three to five dollars a spin, blazing sevens. That's the one. That shit paid me get two hundred. I started with a hundred, it then paid me two hundred, and then get three hundred, give me a five hundred dollar fucking pot. But then obviously, cause they're three to five dollars spins, obviously it's a te baja rápido way. But I would, I did cash out with over four hundred dollars twice on the blazing sevens, twice, homie. So it's there, bro. If you want to win big, you gotta hit big. I mean, you gotta play big. All right. All right, I'm out of here. I got to go. I got shit to do, fool. Uh, it's almost 1 o'clock, bro. Guys, thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of the week. Love you, motherfuckers. I'm out. Later.